Right. Well, um, it's with a great pleasure that we are able to introduce Angela to you, the lady who really needs no introduction. She's really part of the furniture <laughs> of Jubilee. And, uh, Angela, we are so glad that you're with us, even though it be virtually. We wish you were with us physically and Ginny too. And we know that you guys are going to sort of tag team the next part of the meeting. So uh, we're going to hand over to you now. We want to just bless you and, and, and welcome you, give you freedom to do or say whatever you want to do uh, amongst us this morning. You're so incredibly welcome. Thank so over to you, Angela. Well, I wish I was physically with you as well. But because I can't be, I've written a letter to you. And I'm going to read it to you. Greetings, Jubilee, and huge congratulations on 10 years of growth and breakthrough. You guys have really taken God at his word and stepped out in ways that have proved to be productive and faith building. I've known some of you for 11 years and watched you go through battles, push through and grow in ways that have been a huge blessing to this church family and even wider. You have hung in there even when times were tough and all you wanted to do was run away or find a better church. When you acquired Jago House, it was a real breakthrough and a time for celebration of all God had promised and done. I watched things change and get spruced up as you labored in the building and plan to get the best out of all the space that there was for use. I remember the first time Rob took me into the prayer room. I almost fell on my face with the huge presence of God there. Um, somewhere when one wants to spend time, catch one's breath, sing, worship, pray, rejoice, and let gratitude flow. A real place of restoration. An oasis with angels guarding the doors and the windows. How blessed you are. There have been many times of rejoicing in meetings and also time, times of standing with those who mourn, family together. You have listened to prophecy and not taken it lightly, but have sought to follow what you believe God was saying. And it has borne fruit in all kinds of ways. You have not only set your heart to see the sick healed, the blind see and demons flee, but have had a heart for those who are going through a time of lack in their finances and have given them dignity by giving them a place to receive clothing, etc., where they aren't judged or looked down on, but are celebrated and prayed with. The poor and the marginalized are very close to God's heart. He has no favorites, but the poor are definitely on his radar in a big way, as they have no one to stand up for them. So he does. Proverbs 19.17 says, If you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord, and he will repay you. Though we don't give to receive, it pays to make deposits in our heavenly bank account where there's no moth, rust, or COVID. And God blesses us at the right time, in the right way, for the right pur purpose, 
you can't outgive God. The verse I feel God has given me to take you into this next season is from Isaiah 49, spoken about Jesus, but given, given to us by his authority being delegated to us. In Isaiah 49, 49.5b to 6, it says, For you, Jubilee, are honored in the eyes of the Lord, and your God has been your strength. He says, it is too small a thing for you to be my servant, to restore the tribes of Jacob and bring back those of Israel I have kept. I will also make you a light for the Gentiles, that my salvation may reach the ends of the earth. On thinking this through, I believe God is wanting you to lift your eyes to wider fields. There are towns and villages around you that you are that I need of the love of God and the grace of God. There are church plants that need to spring up in this next season. COVID will not prevent the spread of the gospel when you make it an intentional part of your plans. There are also people from other nations whom God has set aside for you, but they need to be prayed in. In Psalm 2 verse 8 it says, Ask me and I will make the nations your inheritance the ends of the earth, your possession. He is calling you to up your praying and being quite intentional and directional in your praying. Pray until you see answers, then pray even more. Then there's also the physical going to the nations. This may not be easy during COVID, but you can invite people from other nations to tune into your meetings and make them welcome. Adapt your services to accommodate the visiting nations. It may sound like hard work, but God will give you the ability to do this. It will be done with miraculous energy, with signs, wonders, and miracles accompanying it. You have been trained for and longed for more of the miraculous. This is part of, this is part of what it will look like. You will see people in other nations restored to bring hope to their nations. You will see the miraculous take place in front of your eyes. You will see the nations that have been close to the gospel start to open their hearts in a whole new way. I believe God is going to reposition some of you where you'll make a massive impact in ways you least expected and could never have dreamed of. It's a time for strengthening the foundations so you can build big and wide, not big in the amount of people in a service, but big in impact wherever God opens doors to you. Watch how you build and don't be tempted to take shortcuts or get precious about sacred cows. Be ruthless with sin in yourselves, but full of grace and compassion for others while helping them to change. You're going into your year of Jubilee, where you will have much rejoicing and celebrating. Keep your eyes on God all the time. Please keep your eyes on God all the time. Keep praying with gratitude and praise. Then let your requests be known. Keep fully dependent on the Holy Spirit 
Do nothing in your own strength. Keep prophesying. Keep expecting God to move in power. Whether you are in live meetings, on Zoom, or in your at-home or at-work life, there's no secular or sacred divide. The Lord will invade every space that he gives you. Keep training each other for works of service. We are very good at teaching, but not always quite up to scratch when in training. And so we must model and train each other how to do the stuff that we are teaching. Keep sharing each other's burdens as each one is carrying their own load. Now let's rejoice in him. Be filled with the Holy Spirit and let's get the new season on the road. And now it's over to you, Jenny. Hi, Jubilee. Yes, to not be there is difficult. But I was so thrilled to hear Angela because a lot of what I've got on my heart just dovetails so wonderfully with that. And you know, when God says something more than once, he means to say it. And um, I couldn't get out of my mind this whole thing about this 10-year anniversary. And, um, you know, when I was younger, every anniversary, every wedding anniversary had um, a name for it. So we all know the 50 is golden and the 25 is silver. But it used to be that every year certain things were associated. So sometimes it was paper or cotton or... Uh, so forth but 10 was tin and it was tin because it was the first thing in the whole list that was more durable it endured through time and it was a symbol of the fact that by 10 years that that relationship had matured enough to prove itself as as having endured and having become uh, dependable and durable and so I kind of just felt that these were qualities that had come about in, in you as, as a people together. And uh, James 1 verse 4 talks about um, how our endurance proves us and it makes us mature. Um, but having these qualities, also, I felt like God said, but, there's a big but. You're not to think, well, we've we've proved ourselves as and people can endure together. We're dependable. Uh, we've kind of got it together. No, I feel like God's saying you're not to think like that. You're not to think, well, we've arrived. Uh, we've worked out what we should be. We've worked out how we should look. Because actually, maturity means learning how to handle change. And I, I believe that he's saying, you know, don't forget that in your maturity, you are to constantly change. And um, the verse that I felt God put on my heart for you guys comes from uh, 2 Kings 6, verse 1. I'll just read it to you. Uh, and it says, now the sons of the prophets says to Elisha, behold, now the place before you where we are living is too limited for us. And then he goes on, please let us go to the Jordan. Each of us take from there a beam and let us make a place there for ourselves where we may live. And Elisha says, go. And he goes with them. And if you read on the story, as they're 
chopping down uh, trees to make beams or stake, wooden stakes. One guy loses his axe in the river and Elisha just miraculously causes it through the power of God to float to the surface and they retrieve the axe. And it's a strange story. You think, what's it all about? But it has a, it has a feeling of echoing a, a story in Exodus where the people are mourning and muttering because they're in the wilderness and they need water. And then Moses is told to strike the rock and water flows. It's like this thing of miraculous provisions coming. But the verse I wanted to home in on is that first verse. The place where we've been living is too limited for us. And believe it or not, what I feel God is saying to you is, despite where you've got to, the place where you are right now is too limiting for you. And I feel him saying that um, as you move on, if you carry on in the manner that you've become accustomed to, it will begin to constrain you and confine you. And it's actually a time for breaking out of that um, limiting thing. It's, a, it's about breaking out of limitations and coming through to breakthroughs. There are new boundaries to break through. There are new situations to break into. And I just felt uh, that, that that included geographical boundaries and also boundaries between people groups, uh, boundaries between the natural and the supernatural. These are all areas where where you are right now is too limiting for you and it's time to break through some of these boundaries and see uh, some things brought down and new places to live. And also in that story, each one starts moving out and there's a kind of sense of an each oneness as you're together as a church, each one of you uh, takes on this whole thing of, come on, where we are now is being limited. We are moving out. We're doing something together. But obviously, we're a collection of individuals. That means all of us, not just seeing it as a key, uh, key people doing this, but each one moving out, moving between people groups, moving between localities, moving even into the supernatural. And I felt that God was saying, don't let your 10-year history of endurance and dependability become that that confines you. But to let that be something that you see now as a limitation and to break through it and to let your maturity show in your preparedness to put change in place and to expect to have to handle changes in the coming times, uh, changes that will push you past limitations, even the limitations of where we are now with the whole COVID thing. But I'm talking beyond that. I'm talking in the wider sense, other than the limitations of COVID, limitations that come from seeing yourselves placed where you are even, uh, but seeing yourselves as a wider uh, body of people. Let your maturity show in your preparedness to handle um, the changes in how you develop, not just developing the big, but developing the small. The big and the small will develop together and recognize, recognize that God is going to bring you into new relationships, new situations and new structures. And I just feel particularly 
um, where the leaders are concerned, be expectant that you're going to be brought in to new relationships and allow a sense of, allow a sense of, well, um, I'm prepared to flow over this boundary line. I'm prepared to move over that boundary line because limitations are that which will confine you. So don't see yourselves as limited to any particular structure, but see that God wants to press you through into a preparedness for change. And that's kind of what I felt God was saying. And I was so thrilled to hear Angela talking about uh, things being too small a thing for you. Because the thing that's too small a thing becomes limited. And the, the whole thing she spoke about, about wider fields, you know, it's the same thing. There are new places to press through into. And the whole thing that she said about the nations as well, new people groups press in past the limitations of various various sections of your city to the new people groups. Bless you all. It's been lovely to speak to you, even though we can't physically be there and see you. Bless you all. Thank you so much, Ginny and Angela. Uh, it's just been an amazing couple of words there that I think we just need to mull over and marinate in and type them up and send them around and pray over them. There's so much to get into there. Uh, we'd just really love it if you could both pray for us as a church. Would you just pray a blessing over us, both of you, and uh, pray into us the words that you've felt to share with us? Is that okay? Dear Father God, thank you for your faithfulness, yeah. your love, your kindness, your generosity, Thank you for your Holy Spirit that lives each, in each one of us. And thank yeah. you, Father, that when you give words, when you move people on and churches on into bigger pictures even, really, mm. Father God, thank you that you give put enough in each one to actually do what you are asking. And I want to ask for Jubilee Church, Lord, for this, this next season, the next 10 years, that they will grow big in stature in their own lives, each individually in their own lives, in their yeah. own way. Father God, that, that they will know their identity in you and will walk in confidence, mm. knowing you wouldn't ask them to do something if you hadn't put enough in them to actually do it. And so, Father, I ask for a huge blessing on each and every one of, yes, of Jubilee. And even those who are listening in, those who, who need to get to know Jesus, mm. I ask for blessing and opening of eyes and ears so that many will be saved. I ask, Father, also for the nations, those who listen in, that there will be a blessing flowing from Jubilee into the nations. I ask for such an apostolic cloud mm. over this church that, uh, that makes everything just come alive. And Father, I pray that there will be a modeling of what Jesus said we were able to do, that the sick will be healed. Yes. The dead will be raised. Yes. And the good news will be, be preached, that people Amen. will be baptized and and. Pray in tongues and do the supernatural mm. 
as a natural part of life, not as an occasion. But we will model this, that we as the church are the ones that bring a whole different kingdom into being that is good news for the world. And so, Father, I pray for protection on each of Jubilee. And and keep providing for them, Lord. Mm. And, Father, will you also break this COVID over us? Yes. That we can meet together, but also travel and do all the things that Mm. you're calling us to do. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Mm. Yes, Father, we thank you that you are about um, creating us to be a people of maturity, um, those mm. who fully represent your son in this earth. And, Lord, we just pray, I just pray now for Jubilee, Father, as, as they meet together to celebrate the 10 years of, of uh, just being a people who endure, that have become dependable, have m- meshed together, built faithfully according to your word father i pray now as they consider what you're saying to him to to us in the next few uh, weeks months years father i pray will you give them wisdom yes wisdom is part of maturity i I pray father give them wisdom in how they interpret what they hear in in terms of how they work out what they hear father i pray that you will lead them that you will guide them and they truly will see a breaking through uh, all these different boundaries, Father. Pray for a breakthrough, a further breakthrough in terms of uh, the nations, Father. And I pray for breakthrough between um, just geographical, uh, a sense of being bound to geographical place. Yeah. And I pray, Father, for that sense of breakthrough to be even more so between the natural and the supernatural. Father, I pray that they will not allow where they are now to limit them. But, Father, they will move out. And I pray for each one, Father, that each one will feel, yes, I can be a part of this. I'm following this. I'm caught up in this. And, Lord, I just pray for the collective church that is Jubilee to be blessed by the power Mm. of the Holy Spirit upon them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.